welcome back to another episode of Thank You Moms podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Em. I'm the host for the show. On this podcast, I go around interviewing regular moms out there so they can share their life stories. On this episode, I welcomed guest A, and she went through some rough times, but she made it sound easy. I actually caught myself saying wow so many times that I had to crop most of them out so that it's not too distracting. Oh, and another thing, all the interviews are held remotely, so I apologize for the audio quality. Sometimes there are glitches and a little bit of background noise. But, anyways, let's jump into the interview. Thank you so much for being here, A. Thank you also, M. Before we get started、uh, hearing about your stories, I was hoping to get to know you a little bit.、Mm-hmm. And so, if I may ask, how old are you?、Uh, I'm going 72 in August. I'm 71 right now. Right, and then you have how many kids? I have four kids. Four kids? And then any grandkids? I have six grandchildren. Okay, so let's get started. Let's start from the very beginning.、Uh, tell us about how you grew up. Well, I am a very active young girl, you know, and my,、uh, my parents always love to,、uh, to introduce me to their friends. So they have made me so many, you know, titles and <laughs> like、uh, I was proclaimed the cutest girl international. When I was five years old. Do you remember this? Oh, well, I have pictures, so I can remember them. <laughs> oh, okay, just from the pictures, but not the actual experience. Yeah,、um, I have the pictures because when you're five, you will not remember anything at 71. <laughs> so as I grow older another, for another、uh, three years, then one director from a movie theater. You know, approached me and she said, Do you want to be a child actress? So I asked my parents, and they said, Yeah, why not? You know, it's a good、uh, accomplishment if you can act in the camera. But unfortunately, when I turned 13, there's a movie that I will be the leading role, the leading lady, and they want the director、uh, that I will be kissed in the movie. So my father, no. You cannot be kissed in the public, you know.、Uh, you'll never continue being an, an actress, and you, I will not sign that contract, he said. So I want you to be a doctor of medicine. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to high school at 13. So he said, I want you to have a better ambition. Than being kissed in the movie screen. <laughs> my, my parents are very, very disciplinarian and、uh, strict to start with.、Uh, I cannot even look at boys when I was young. So I have to look forward, you know, especially when I'm in the car and my father will tell me, somebody's looking at you on your right side, so、uh, don't look at That person. And I said, But dad, somebody's also looking at me on my left side. <laughs> so it's look straight. That's how strict they are. Very, very strict. 
I'm surprised that they were even okay for you to try out the actress. Career. Yeah, because I was a young actress. You know, a young actress is always a, a daughter and a baby girl. You know, as a an eight year old, there's no boyfriend there. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. But when you go on your teenager, they're giving me this role of a of a leading actress that I will be kissed. <laughs> By the leading man, so they said, "No, we are not signing that. We are not continuing your um, acting ability." And so, I started my uh, <clears throat> high school, and then I became a. I took my BS pre-med, which is a preparation for medicine, and I graduated with good uh, flying colors as a doctor of medicine, and I was a licensed, and you know, at at, at age twenty-three. I am a doctor of medicine. Wow, 23. Mm -hmm. That is very young. Well, were you happy with the decision that your parents made? Were you upset that they said no more acting and that you have to pursue medicine? Were you happy with it? Uh, well, you know, I'm a very, very diligent kid. So whenever they tell me something, yes, dad, yes, mom, I know that's the right path of my life because they're guiding me, you know. So I don't question anything they want me to do. Did you actually enjoy learning? Medicine? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I, because I enjoyed it because I always have this, I, I even get a scholarship because my dad is a veteran, you know, is a veteran and so they gave me a scholarship in taking up the College of Medicine. You know, and I was lucky because in my term, I was instead of four years, they only gave me three years and then they gave me already the option to take the, the board. I don't know. I don't know how lucky I was when I was growing up. You know, it's always a good thing for my uh, life lifeline. <laughs> so was the scholarship full ride or did you have to pay for? No, it's it? full. Uh, it's a, it's completely full. It's paid by the government because my my dad is a veteran. I mean, I can't think of any students studying to become doctors to not have any debt coming out of the school. Oh yeah, that's the biggest luck I have. That's why I said, oh my God, I, it's good. I took my uh, college of uh, medicine. I followed my dad, and now you know I can, I can do something for my future. So that's the, the biggest uh, thing in the, in when I was single. <laughs> so at age 23, you graduated. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you immediately found a job? Yeah, I've been working with the Department of Health of, my, of the Philippines. I am their uh, physician in charge. Uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm just lucky, you know, I became the... Uh, the uh, doctor of the Philippines in a position in charge and even the first lady of the Philippines, Imelda Marcos, she was the one who gave me that um, that position in a ceremony. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was, it's very, very, you know, uh, enthusiastic. It's all about connections and luck and timing and all those combined. Yes, uh-huh. I don't have anything that I can say it's 
I, I'm not I, that I'm worried because well because I dis- I'm disciplined and if you follow your parents of course they'll be happy to continue their goal for you their ambition for you I forgot to ask but did you have any siblings growing up yeah I have uh, s- six siblings I have two brothers okay. and uh, four sisters we are seven okay and then where are you in terms of age i am the sixth child sixth okay i'm the second to the youngest oh, okay and your parents were still very strict yeah you know what they he, they are very strict and like what you said are you happy because i followed them but some of my siblings you know they would want to listen to them and of course you know, there will be like argument in the house and you know you know, you know what, what siblings are they have different characters but i'm always the one that in you know go in in the middle of the come on this is our parents okay they they tell us what to do whatever they want us to do you know it's because it's for the best of our future and then they will stop talking loud Wow, that's great. <laughs> I always picture younger ones to be freewheeling, you know, they're just doing whatever they want. And then the older ones are, you know, typically rebellious because they've the parents were most strict with the Yeah, parents. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's very true and I you know, because because of my uh, character they always love me that's why they always send me to you know bring me to different places to enjoy life you know they were very proud of you then they are they are they still are <laughs> and were you close to your siblings oh yeah yeah i i'm the i'm the one who's always giving them the uh, you know like a friendly smile when my my parents are uh, kind of having a, a loud voice or I said, come on, come on, brother, sisters, you know, these are our parents, you know, let's follow them. And then they will just look at me and say, you don't know what we feel. (laughs) (laughs) Stop doing that to us, you know, we're older than you. I know you're older than me, but please, you know, let's make a very uh, peaceful family together. You know, I don't know. I mean... Now that I'm really speaking with you, uh, I cannot imagine how, you know, how I did this. I'm always the one making it, uh, you know, <laughs> a smooth sailing, <laughs> traveling. You had to go through all those experiences. Now you need to balance it out. So it's kind of working the other way. <laughs> yeah. And maybe because when I was the one growing, you know, my father has been promoted to a very, he, he is a, um, a Bureau of Investigation a, a lawyer. So he is always doing the right thing. So I think that's, the, that's, why, that's why I followed him all the way. He was a great example. Mm-hmm. And then, so you continued on with your career in medicine, and then at what age did you get married? Um, I got married when I was 20, right, right after my graduation. Oh, okay. Because, yes, I met him, you know, he's my neighbor. 
<laughs> okay. And our family are really close together. So oh, okay. So they were comfortable. They were. They, knew they were. Him. Yeah. They, yeah. They knew him. They were just next door to each other. So we just kind of uh, developed the the love and relationship. So and I was already a doctor. So who wouldn't like me, huh? <laughs> were you the breadwinner? Oh uh, no, he's an engineer. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he was an engineer. Unfortunately, he passed um, after seven years of marriage. You know, he passed away. So uh, I have to be the the single mother for twenty one years. I'm a single mom for twenty one years with three jobs. The being a mother is the fourth job. But I have three jobs as a doctor, and I teach doctors, you know, and I do some job in, in the house at night as a compliance auditor, yeah. Wow. At that point, you had all your kids? Yes. Okay. And so you have four jobs, including motherhood, and you're just juggling through everything and somehow raising all your kids. That is amazing. And your kids were old enough to sort of help each other out, or or uh, when when they were young. Well, yeah, that's what I do. Whenever well, this is what my great my uh, ruling, I have to be comfortable when the kids are in school. So what I do, this is the sacrifice, uh, because whenever it's my uh, lunch time, because lunch break they gave me at least an hour, an hour and a half. So this is the time that I will pick up my kids. Instead of going noon, I pick my kids at the 2.30 in the afternoon from school and I bring them to my office, you know, to my, to my uh, lunch room because I'm also a doctor, you know, I'm a manager. I'm, uh, I put them on my lunch room and then I bought them already their lunches and then they do their homework there while I'm still working until 7 o'clock in the evening. I work 12 hours. Can you imagine? So they stay there. They stay in my lunch room for until I go home. But they're already done with lunch and then um, with their uh, homework. So it's now we're easy and having fun going home. <laughs> and it's daily, you know, uh, Monday to Friday. Were, the, were your kids complaining about having to spend all the time at the office or were they happy? You know what? They don't because you know what I do after their homework because our house is near Toys R Us at the time. I drive them to Toys R Us and I let them play the free videos oh. there. <laughs> so that's what they look forward to. So they look forward after my office. We can we can go around Toys R Us in a, a matter of like one hour just to have give them a break because their homework are done. That's so smart. See, so instead of uh, saying getting bored, they're looking forward to mom. You know, we gotta go to Toys R Us again. But I don't spend money. I just let them uh, play the video, which which helped me a lot financially. Because whenever they see the video, oh, it's that nice, mom. Oh, thanks, guy. I don't have to buy those videos. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't like it, then I'm I'm thinking, you know, because they don't have to uh, 
I don't have to buy them. And you had all boys? I have all boys. And did they fight a lot? You know what? They just love each other until now. They love each other so much until now. And there's and they're supporting each other, you know? I, I'm already uh, I'm already uh, old and, and they're supporting each other. That's impressive. See, even as sisters, we were fighting a lot when we were young. <laughs> and then my older sister would have to be the one to, you know, get in the middle, try to calm us down, but... Oh, that's good. That's, that's me. That's, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, maybe, you know, it really helped that they got to see you work hard for them. Because a lot of times I feel like when mothers have you know busy careers, they leave their kids at home with somebody else or just by themselves. And so they don't really get to see how hard their parents are working. And so I think it really helped that your sons got to see you at the office, seeing you work hard and not just feel abandoned. Yeah, I cannot imagine the uh, the thing that I've done also on 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 uh, the, on um, making uh, you know, when they grow up. <laughs> so after 21 years of being single, what changed your mind or? How did you get to meet your next husband? Well, uh, when I when I was 50, I, it's a 21 years. I was 50 then. Uh, I was uh, instead of um, going places, I just take my mom and my sisters to like a ballroom dancing, just for exercise. And so it was Mother's Day that day, and then. Somebody, we were all there, my mom and my sisters, and uh, somebody approached me to uh, to dance with me, but I don't know him, okay? So I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. I said, I don't dance with anybody that I don't really know personally, okay? And, you know, because my mom is there, you know, and, and then my sister said, come on, sister, you know, I saw him, he's a very nice guy in the corner. I said, what? <laughs> yeah, Please. and I told him, because you are a dancer, can you dance with my sister? You ask him to dance with me? I, I asked my, my youngest sister. Yes, please, uh, because you've been alone for a long time and we they are married, you know, they have husbands, but I was alone. And I said, no, 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 please, please. Let him dance with you because he has been watching you, uh, being alone, sitting down. So I let him, I let my sister, you know, I follow my sister's advice. So we danced uh, one dance like the, uh, you know, like a simple boogie or, you know, the, the dance of the, the time. And then after I danced with him, I told my sister, you know, sis, if this man dance with me again, I'll never let him go. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Just from the first dance, he clicked. The first dance with the same footsteps, with the way he handled my hand and the turning around, I said, this is it. I can dance again. And I was think, looking at him and he said, and he danced with me again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, okay, that's it. 
<laughs> so so that's when I asked, "Who are you?" You know. Uh huh. I like the way you da- you dance with me, and he said. So we started talking, and then you know, a week after that dinner date, because I want to know who he is, and I want to I want him to know who I am. So at least we can start friendship, and then uh, a few months later, you know, I said he, you know, we started this closeness and everything, and he knew that I am a widow for 21 years, so he started being good to me <laughs> because you know I I don't know how to deal with men anymore after 21 years and with four you know with kids it's hard. Then, uh, yeah, on the anniversary, on my birthday, my 50th birthday, he asked me to marry him in my party. When everybody's there, he asked me to, if I can be, you know, engaged with him. And I was looking at him, why do you have to do it in a, in a public place? <laughs> you wanted it to be more private. <laughs> because he said, because I want them to know that you know i'm honestly in love with you <laughs> how did your sons take take your relationship well they didn't even react to that because you know i've been with them alone for 21 years and i think and they are like big big boys then you know imagine 21 years my oldest is already 25 you know so they're even gallivanting already <laughs> And they they have girlfriends also, you know, and they're in college, so it's not as hard as what. That's why maybe they even push me to continue this relationship because they're already in college. And uh, one of my children, one of my uh, son, is uh, is is uh, in uh, another city, so everything has been smoothly happening again. And I'm lucky that the husband that I'm, I got for the second one is uh, nobody's perfect, you know. But we are still, you know, uh, communicating so good right now until now, and having fun together. That's why the children, my children, are so happy that uh, I'm that they don't mess, <laughs> they don't come and ask them to help me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's a very good supporter. My husband's a very good supporter. And then any memories with your kids that you know that stand out to you? Oh, my kids—they're so good. Yeah. Well, I have my oldest son, who is a very, very good. Uh, well, I can tell you because of my hard work and perseverance. I can tell you, uh, my first son is now uh, an intensive care unit nurse. He's a charge nurse, a critical care coordinator, and he's the rapid response team leader. And then my uh, my second son, I can say he's still alive because he was he's my guardian angel. My son, he was delivered. I delivered him in eight months. I don't know prematurely, but um, he only lived 24 hours. My second son. So, but I still feel him with me until now as my guardian angel. And my third son, who is now a corporate director of information system of Emanate Health Medical Center, and 
they're all they're all completely professional and my youngest son he is a lead visual effects compositor and you can see how stable their life is even with family you know they don't even bother me <laughs> i said and my always my motto in life is if there's no news it's good news if there's no problem because sometimes people call you just because of problems yeah right but if they are just quiet and peaceful that means they're in good life with their family so i i am enjoying my life now even though i'm you know i'm only with my uh, husband we're enjoying because we know that our our children are very happy and comfortable well if you don't mind me asking about your second child mhm mm um how did you cope with that well it was well you know uh i was already a doctor so okay. i when when i was so uh, pregnant on the eighth month of my pregnancy i start having some labor pains so i went to the hospital and they said well uh, the baby wants to go out already so i said why should what should we do you know uh, well if he really if he is really delivered but you know you know my uh, i'm already having labor pains mm -hmm. so we cannot control it so they let they let him out naturally but the thing is Eight months is worse than seven months, oh. you know, prematurely, because seven months you can they can still develop whatever is in their and uh, outside already. But eight months they will be dis disrupting something. Mm -hmm. So I understand that um, the reason why he didn't leave on the eight months because he still needs some kind of development in my womb. So, but um, when he was in the what they call the child premature place, he they didn't tell me even that uh, he passed after 24 hours. Really? But after I did, after I uh, got uh, discharged in the hospital, that's the only thing they told me. I said, "Where's my baby?" What? And yeah, they didn't tell me because they don't want me to bleed. They don't want me to have a hemorrhage of uh, emotional hemorrhage. Oh. And uh, I said, "Where's my baby? You know, we're gonna go home now." And said, "Oh, I'm sorry, my dear. You know, uh, my husband told me that. Uh, well, you know, we already put him in the cemetery. What? Oh, what cemetery gosh. are you talking about? He, he's a baby." I said, and he said, "No, he passed away uh, 24 hours after you gave birth." And I was in the hospital for like five days. Because I'm recuperating, that's why I'm wondering how come they're not give, showing me the baby for uh, breastfeeding. So they, the doctor already had told your husband. Yeah, yeah. That my husband knows because they have to, they have to deliver. I mean, uh, do something about the body of the baby. But I never knew about it until until after five days. Wow. And we went straight to the cemetery because uh, to to see his uh, thing there. I even have pictures of those. <laughs> So you said, you mentioned since you're a doctor, it made it easier for you to accept that kind of complications that can happen. Yes, because I know that eight months is more critical than seven months. That's why, you know, I recover easily. And I said, well, he, he, I have now, because, because they have him baptized also before the cemetery delivery there, interment. Um, 
they have him baptized, so I know now that I have an angel in heaven. I feel him every time. I mean, that's amazing, though. That yes, even if you logically understand that there can be complications, but I think for a lot of people, when it once you're in the situation, you can't control your emotions, and so、mm -hmm. even with that kind of knowledge, I feel like people break down and、mm -hmm. you know go through a tough time. But I mean, that's impressive that you were able to sort of、yeah. accept it and move on. But my but his older brother is the one that's really making me, you know, feel good because he is very close to me, the older brother. How old was he when this happened?、Uh, about two years. Two years. Yeah, that's why I still have to to、uh, to take care of him, you know. And they said, well, I get. That's why maybe it's not really. No, they said, don't tell that. That is not really proper to leave. No, no, because he's he's only two years. My oldest son is two years old. It's just something that because I'm very busy with my two-year-old, and I think because of always carrying him. You know, he he walks already, but I always carry him, and he's a big boy. So that's maybe uh, my uh, uterus start.、Um, Contracting, but I understand it. When did you talk about that to your sons? They know about it, but you know they're not very, very、uh, inquisitive about it、uh, because I have pictures that I, I show them and then I tell them the story and that's it. Because he didn't grow anyway. You know, it's only twenty-four hours, so sometimes、uh, short memories are not really you know lingering in your mind. Okay, and then what about your first husband? Do you did you share a lot of stories about him to your kids, or not not so much?、Mm, no, because he also passed、uh, early, like、um, only seven years pancreatic cancer. So it's it's a sickness. It's not something that、uh, so they know that he passed out of sickness. But then. Your sons don't have too many memories. No, no, they're still young, and、uh, he worked like out of the city. He's an engineer. He's a city engineer. So he he wasn't home very much. No, he, no, he just come home like twice a month. Oh wow! It's not there's not really a big、uh, loss when they、uh, when he、oh, passed. He was very busy. And do you think that not having a father figure? Or not not having a father figure, but how little time he had with the kids. Do you think that impacted your sons? Well, that's a very good question, because I'm the only、uh, role model that they have, and I think that's why they're good kids, because、uh, they never saw fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the parental fights. Okay. They they never. Yeah, they don't have any. They have not seen any parental example of parental disagreement. I think that's the one that made them、uh, just very simple and、uh, good kids. You know, they're quiet and they love their their wives. Oh, interesting! I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I mean that's what I think about it. Now that you ask me that, I think that's the that's the best reason because they I they all have one role model. As a mom, and I always follow their goals and ambition. 
So there's no argument in the middle of their life. And then you don't hear any of them talk about how they might be having like arguments with their spouses, none of that? No, we, they never talk about that to me because, <laughs> because I gonna, <laughs> I will tell them, you know, respect your wives, you know, that is, that makes you happy, that makes you inspired in your life. Always, because I, you know, I am be, I'm honored and respected by my husband. So why sh- why should they? You know. So see how you know now that you have grandkids and seeing how your sons are raising their kids. Do you see a significant difference between how when you were raising them, or is there any anything that you kind of feel with how they're raising their own kids? You know, very good question. And I just recently we had like a get together of the birthday of my uh, youngest granddaughter, and I can see how smooth sailing is their lives. My grandchildren just kiss me and hug me, Grandma. You know, you're the best example. And I said, "What are you talking about?" Oh, because we have a good parents and everything. Imagine, because you know we haven't seen for a long time. And uh, upon this uh, get to get the pandemic, but grandma, you just don't know how good our parents are. And I said, "Oh my gosh, thank you for telling me that." You know, and uh, so you're a role model. <laughs> I, I see them. You know, my grandchild, my granddaughters. I have three granddaughters. They, I always see them like in a, you know, in a little dinners and lunch. But now it's been a, like almost more than a year and they said they see the difference of being close to parents you know they are really happy and i think i'm not saying this pandemic is really a very very uh, you know good time for the family because they're always together one family is always together yeah for certain families it could be good but others you know that could cause more drama oh then definitely definitely it's good that I don't know those drama. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Anything else you'd like to comment on your sons? You know, with with the, with the with the things that they've done to their future, I can just say, you know, I have a perfect life. I mean, I cannot deny that there's a lot of uh, you know things that happen bringing them up alone and but now that I can see them being a good example as a parent to their children I think I said well I think I did the right thing of being just a, you know a, a supporter and uh, I followed their dreams and everything you can see with with what for who they are now for who and where they are now they have their own life you know that that can stand alone how can I be not happy when your children are standing alone, not telling you that mom, you know, in spite of this pandemic, they're all very stable, very stable and happy and contented with their family. It's hard to be a mother, especially a single mom, but um, I did my best to put them where they are. And uh, I can always say my children are so good, I cannot say anything more. And I cannot ask for anything more. I have everything in life. The simpler your life is, the more comfortable I am. Mm. You're not seeking drama. You're not. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to seek drama. And they all just the respect and love 
it's number one. Respect and love is number one. All right. Well, thank you so much again, A, for sharing all your stories. Thank you for all your uh, interest in in knowing me. <laughs> Absolutely, no. You have you know such an interesting story that uh, I could keep asking you millions of questions. <laughs> well, whatever you ask for more, you know, I'm always here ready for you. Great. We'll do season two, episode one with A. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, A. Okay, you're welcome. That is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. For any moms out there who would like to come on this show to speak about their experiences, or any kids who would like to hear their mom stories, make sure to contact M at thankyoumomspodcast at gmail.com. Again, thankyoumomspodcast at gmail.com. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, depending on where you are, and I will see you at the next episode. Thank you.